With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome everyone. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio powered by SummarineWife.com. Today is May 3rd, 2007. Hey Marie. Hey Wendy, how are you? I'm great, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Very good. Well, we have a lot going on today. We have oh, gosh. so much, so let's just jump right in and let's just get started. I want to do the OPSEC stuff and then we'll talk about what we're gonna, what's on the show today. Sure, of course. Okay, OPSEC stuff. Please, no discussion of boat movement dates, boat names, port calls, destinations, mail drops, homecomings, people's names in conjunction with the boat. No spreading rumors, no causing hate and discontent. And in regards to OBSEC, our posts may not always be in present time. Examples, if we are writing a blog about deployment, that does not mean our husbands are deployed. If we are writing about a current situation, such as dry dock, shift work, reset, we wait to post those so that we can keep our husbands safe and we never, ever, ever talk about the boat's current condition or status. So that is all, of course, you should remember that for yourselves, not just, we don't do that just for our own entertainment. Right, that's we want to it. keep everybody safe. That's right. Use right? that in your own life. <laughs> sure. Very good. Okay, well, on today's show, we're so excited. We're talking to Shauna Fleming, 17, she's 17, and she's the founder of A Million Thanks. 17. An organization that sends um, thank you cards to military service members all over the world. Um, we are so excited to have her here. So she'll be here in just a sec. Um, later, we will also open some mail from the mail drop, and um, we also have Marie's going to do an installment in our "The Way I See It" segment. She's got a hot topic over there from the website, right, Marie? Oh, always as usual. Yes, I seem to like to cause controversy. It's a good one too. So stick around for that. And um, I want to remind everyone during our live show, you can IM us either on Yahoo or AOL. And our screen name is Navy Wife Radio. That's Navy Wife Radio. Oh, I have an IM right now from a girl, Kayla. Uh-huh. She says, how do I listen to you live? I don't know your station. So, of course, everybody here listening will know um, how to go to. They can go through our website, don't they? Can't they go through our um, website, too? They can go on our website, or they can go to um, blogtalkradio.com slash Navy Wife Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com slash navywiferadio. Or they can go via submarinewife.com and click on the Blog Talk Radio link. Okay. We'll send that to her. Hopefully she'll be listening to us here in a second. Yeah. You'll have to see if she IMs you back and see if she made it through. Yeah? Yeah, we'll let her know. Okay. All right, well, let's get started. I think we have Sean on the line. Sean, are you there? Yes, Hi. Hi, welcome to the show. Hi, Thank Donna. you so much. Hello. How are you doing tonight? I'm great. How are you? Very good. What time is it there for you? It is 5 o'clock p.m. Oh, very good. Yeah. <laughs> a lot earlier than I. <laughs> wow. Well, let's get started. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself first, and then we'll get into what your organization is. Sure. Well, I am 18 years old. I'm a senior at Orange Wilson High School in uh, Orange County, California. I'm going to be graduating this year, which I'm very excited about. And then I'm going to uh, Chapman University this fall. I got into their film school for PR and advertising. Um, I pretty much, uh, my life is kind of enthralled with a million thanks. Um, I don't have too much time for that many other outside activities. I'm a big movie person. I like to go to the movies. But um, other than that, it's basically uh, just traveling and helping to get the word spread. Gotcha. That, well, that's great. So you're 18 now. Yes. Okay. Well, happy birthday. <laughs> the only thing I read said 17. So, wow. Oh. Still a baby, though. But okay, <laughs> cool. Well, tell us about um, a million thanks. Sure. A million thanks is a program that I started my freshman year of high school um, because I had just seen after 9/11 how America's patriotism was just so astonishing, and there were so many flags being flown and so many yellow ribbons. And, uh, you know, but after that kind of went on, you know, the months went on, that started to wear off. And 
you know, you walk down, you didn't see so many flags or, you know, so much patriotism around. So I just, I really wanted to make sure that people remembered our troops, that they still um, appreciated them for all that they're doing for us, for the daily freedoms that they provide us with and for the protection that they provide us with. And uh, I just, I thought the best way about uh, to do that was by sending them thank you cards and thank you letters. And my program is specific um, in sending just thank you cards and letters. Um, you know, you've got a lot of other programs that send um, phone cards and care packages and cookies, but something that that they can't, I mean, something that's not necessarily a supply is a morale booster, and that's exactly what these cards and letters provide. And so I started it three years ago, and we've collected about three million letters so far. But uh, for the month of May, since it is National Military Appreciation Month, we would like to collect a million more. That's oh, my awesome. gosh. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> A million, that's a, that's, that is like a ton of cards and letters. Wow. Well, I have to say, and, and she made a really good point that after 9-11, you know, um, people stopped. I mean, they, they went into this huge rush of, you know, everybody had flags on their cars. Right. And everybody had those ribbons. And, you know, we as spouses, too, we noticed that. And, you know, our husbands who had been serving before September 11th, you know, they, you know, they had been serving and been gone half the year before there was ever even a war. And that was really neat for us because we really didn't feel like anyone acknowledged them until that point. And then after that, it started dwindling down, and we noticed that too. So I think what you're doing not only helps those soldiers, but it also helps the family members too that are supporting them. Yeah, and I've I've received so many letters and emails, well, not only from troops, but from the, yeah, their families just saying how much it means to them. And, you know, some of them really don't have any families or close friends that they can correspond with. So getting letters from complete strangers is something that really keeps them going. Absolutely. I think that is awesome. So um, th that's – now, how did you come up with this idea? Well, it just, um, I – It was just walking down the street and seeing that the flags and stuff started to go away. That's I mean, you just came up with that? You know, you're walking down the street? Well, actually, I had done letter writing um, with my junior high, and my dad – had, with his business, collected some Valentine's cards for the troops. So it was a completely new idea to me, but I kind of wanted to branch off. I kind of wanted to make it, you know, bigger and better and uh, just be able to collect a lot more letters. And so I just, I went to my high school, my surrounding community, and I said, you know, would you guys help me? And, you know, not knowing that three years later it would still be going and we'd be, you know, three times my original goal, well, that, and that you'd be, you know, you'd have a little bit of fame. I mean, you've you've met the president. Uh, we've seen your pictures on your website. I mean, you've gotten to travel and meet all kinds of politicians and people, and that's got to be, you know, incredible to have that experience and to be able to have that kind of influence and effect on people. Oh, it definitely was. I mean, I've been able to just see and experience so many things that I just wish everybody um, could could have just been in my shoes for the past three years, being able to just go about the things that I've done. But, um, you know, it's definitely been really encouraging when you come across those people, especially like President Bush, who is just like, you know what, this is exactly what I've called Americans to do. And he was so just complimentary and so, um, you know, excited that, that people were getting involved. And, and you stepped up. At, in what age exactly? How old were you when you started this? I had just turned 15. 15 years old. And you were doing what, you know, um, everyone else is, you know, adults, in their 30s, 40s, 50s should have been thinking of. But you at 15 thought of this. That's incredible. You should be really proud of yourself. Oh, well, thank you very much. What has been, I wanted to ask you, like, what was your most fun thing that you've been able to do since you started this? Oh, my gosh. Um, probably one of the greatest um, experiences was there was a uh, soldier that I had been talking to for a while who um, <laughs> didn't have any family, didn't have any friends, just was kind of, doing his job, and um, the, the way he found my website or found my program was that his job was to guard one of the palaces, and his unit had just moved in, um, and the first day he walked into the palace, and there was like a little mantle on the left side right when you walked in the doors, and there was a basket of thank you cards that my program had sent to the previous unit that was Oh, how there. cool. Wow. And so he just went through them, and... Um, found my website and emailed me, and so we had about an eight-month month correspondence. Um, I talked to him over Christmas. Actually, on Christmas Day, we were IMing each other back and forth the entire day just because, I mean, it was Christmas Day and he had nothing to do. Um, he was kind of off for that for a little while. And so, you know, I'd go be with my family for a little bit, and each one of my family members would take turns talking to him. And my grandma um, 
kind of adopted him as her grandson. <laughs> and, you know, we, we would send him stuff all the time. That is so cool. And um, so when he his unit was coming home, he said, you know, it would be really cool if you guys could come to my welcome home party. And, you know, he was kind of almost half joking and just like, oh, man, it would just be so cool. So my parents found out all the details, and we went to his welcome home party, my mom and my grandma wow. and my grandpa and myself. And was that a surprise? And, um. Well, it was kind of like, oh, we'll see what we can do. And then, like, we got to the airport, and we're like, we're here. Tell us where to go. And so he, like, <laughs> immediately, like, dropped everything he was doing just so, like, he could come meet us. And we went to his Eunice Welcome Home party and uh, just kind of got to get to know a little more and kind of got to travel. It was in Texas, so kind of a, a little bit away from me. I live in California. so um, But that was probably one of the greatest experiences I've had. That is a great story. You know, and I have to say that even, you know, and, and, and us as spouses who we are around these guys all the time, I still have to say that even Wendy and I have been in an air, you know, we've been traveling together, and we've been in airports together, and just even seeing and talking to another service member that you know is going active, I still think that that is one of, uh, isn't that one of the coolest things, Wendy? Yes, it is, to be able I mean, to see a guy and shake his hand. And, and we still get chills, you know, when we, yeah. we talk to them, even though we know, you know, here we have our husbands and we, you know, we think of them differently. And we just being able to go out, though, and talk to other people and thank them, and it really has an effect on them, too. The guys that we've always talked to always seem to get a chuckle out of it, and they appreciate it. You can tell. So Yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, let's tell everyone your website. Um, yes. We'll talk about that, and and you can tell everyone, you know, what exactly people can find when they log on there. Sure. My website is www.amillionthanks.org. Easy, just the name of my program, amillionthanks.org. Okay. Um, and on my website, there's actually a bunch of new things. We just changed it because for the month of May, we've partnered with uh, Buick, Pontiac, and GMC. They have been so kind enough to put my big red, white, and blue collection boxes in every single one of their dealerships across the country. So what we're asking people to do is to, you know, at home with their families or maybe with their schools or businesses, is to make cards and then drop them off at either a Buick Pontiac or GMC dealership. Um, and that will go towards helping us collect a million letters in the month of May. So we just redid my website and uh, there's some video blogs on there, um, some written blogs that I've been doing a couple times a week, and uh, just a lot of cool stuff. Um, I have a book out. It's called A Million Thanks. It kind of chronicles my journey and then also has some actual letters that we've received from kids um, and adults. Um, and that is also available on my website. And then, of course, all the proceeds and all donations we get go directly for sending the mail over because postage is quite expensive. So yes, we know all that postage. Oh well, yeah. Well, I I know on there two people can find. Like I saw a picture of you with the Blue Angels when you guys went down to. I guess was that Miramar or where? Yeah, Miramar Air Show. Um, yeah, there's a lot of pictures on there from different events that I've gone to. I always. Now, did you ask? I like, to, did you ask to fly with them? No. <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't. Did you, want to? you went. To, you know, because they take people up in the air. Yeah, no, I actually, um, I one of the things I usually do is at NASCAR races or different military events or, you know, 4th of July things, I take a booth and I have people write letters, you know, the pe- people who just want to stop by can write letters. And so I had a uh, booth at the Miramar Air Show and we just kind of, you know, walked through. so there's a lot of pictures of, you know, different NASCAR races, different events that I've been at, so. How exciting. So I have a personal question. Yes. So now, I'm not much older than you. I'd like to think that. So, no She's holding it. No I am. No laughter. It's okay. So, yeah, I, I'm not too much older than her. And I want to know, now I remember being 18. In fact, I knew my husband when I was 18. We were actually dating. And I want to know, how has this affected your personal life? Have you, have you been able to, because you said, you know, you don't have much time for Alice. You said that in the beginning that you're a big movie buff. But really, has it, in, you know, has it affected you personally? Or have you been able to still have fun and be 18 and, you know, get to live your life? Well, both. I mean, it's definitely had a huge effect on my life. And, you know, if I had started this program in the beginning, I could definitely say that my life would be probably going in a completely different direction. But at the same time, I still have time to do the things that I like to do. It's not like my life has encompassed 24 hours a day with this. Um, I, I have missed a lot of school. My sophomore year of high school, I missed 35% of the school year um, just because of traveling and things like that. Oh, you can make that up during your senior skip days. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, right? Um, you know, for the month of May, because of this 
this whole new thing that's going on. Um, I'm actually probably only going to be at school for maybe a week and a half to two weeks for the entire month of May. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's definitely had a huge effect on me, but I've always found a way to make everything up. I've always had a, you know, found a way to have fun in my own time. Um, my boyfriend's very supportive of everything. So you do have a boyfriend, so you've managed to have time for that. That's important for an 18-year-old yes. girl. You <laughs> yeah, that's what my mom always says. You know, she doesn't have time to do her homework, but she has time. No. But, I mean, I'm <laughs> a straight-A student. I get everything done. But, you know, no, what I, do your teachers think about this? You say you're missing so much school, too. Well, how do your teachers feel? Because I remember, you know, my teachers, and, gosh, I mean, some of them, if you missed a few days because you were sick, they were on your case. So how, how have, they, have they been supportive through all this? Yeah, you know, a huge majority of them have. Um, my media teacher, of course, is just like, well, this is the media experience of a lifetime, so go do what you need to do and stuff like that. He's probably living um, through you. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, my teachers are very supportive. Every once in a while, you know, you'll hear, oh, you're going to be gone again? Well, yeah. You know, I mean, the thing is, is like I'm, I'm a good student, and so they don't really have to worry about, you know, that I'm not going to get things done and stuff like that. So, you know, it's um, – you take the good with the bad sometimes, but, I, you know, for the most part, my entire school has been just so supportive. And, um, you know, the students back uh, when we had the mail coming to our school, the students would um, come in on Saturdays and sort through the mail and pack really? it. Really? Yeah, I mean, and they would just give up two to three hours on their Saturdays to come sort through the letters. But it was so much fun. I mean, there's absolutely adorable letters from these little kids who would just – like we had one kid who um, – who wrote a letter and he taped a pencil and two quarters inside so that he could write him back and then pay for the postage, you know, <laughs> not knowing that, no, oh, that's free, so but, <laughs> but, I mean, just stuff like that. And then, you know, I mean, people love to go through that. That's why I always say I just, I really wish everyone in the whole country could just be in my shoes. Um, now, see, I think that, Wendy, she, she she doesn't realize, too, is that a lot of people lose touch with that, you know, and like you're saying, you know, that you wish everybody could feel, you know, do those things, and if they only knew. And so many people have lost touch with, you know, those feelings. They just really don't know what they're missing. And it's so awesome to hear you at your age, you know, comprehend what you're doing and to be able to, you're really taking it all in. You're not, you know, blowing it off or, you know, making it not out to be that big of a deal. I mean, you really are, you understand what you're doing and the effect you're having on people, and that's that's really important. Well, and, you know, I always just tell people that just get out there and do something because, you know, be involved in your community, whether it has something to do for the, with the military or not. I mean, just kind of go for starting your own community service project because there's so much rewarding things that come out of it and there's so many experiences that you'll be able to have that I mean just I mean you can only read so much in the books and then the rest you have to experience you for your own. Do. Right. Well and I want to uh, ask you um we had a question come through. Um we had um the question if you could elaborate a little bit more about when you met the president. Oh, what were the sure. circumstances of that? And, and, and then I have another I am yeah. coming in after that, so we'll ask you another. We've got women listening. I want to know more <laughs> about you, so answer that, and I have another question for you then. Okay, yeah. Um, oh, it was really amazing. My whole family went, um, my younger brother, my mom, my dad, and then my half-brother and his wife went because he's a uh, firefighter, and so that that's pretty much the closest person in my family, you know, in, in public service. So Hey, hey he's a serviceman. Exactly. So we all went in, and uh, I, whenever I do public speaking or, you know, things like that, you know, and, and being the president including, I only get nervous before. I don't get nervous while I'm doing it or after. So, um, you know, I'm sitting there and just, like, kind of shaking and just like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? Um, and then it was funny because the new Secretary of Education was getting sworn in. So, like, this whole group of people before us shuffle into the Oval Office and then, like, two minutes later, they come out, and I'm thinking, oh, great, if the Secretary of Education just got two minutes, then you know, <laughs> right, I might get that. a minute. <laughs> yeah. So I walked in, and, I, and he shook my hand, and the first thing he said to me after he was like, hey, how are you? He said, he goes, how's basketball going? Because he knew that I played basketball at my high school, which, I mean, I guess now it doesn't surprise me. He probably had files on me back then. But, <laughs> uh, he, I mean, he was just so genuine and so sincere. And, you know, after he met my whole family and I presented the one millionth letter to him, um, he just, he kind of took me around the Oval Office. He's like, here, let me give you a tour. And he was like, he showed us all about the desk and um, the carpet that the First Lady gets to design. And 
he is um, he's Methodist, so he had a bunch of John and Charles Wesley's uh, hymnals in a bookcase, and he's like, here, let me see if I can get my dog to come over, and his dog is running around outside. <laughs> wow. And just so personable and just so um, excited to see that somebody was doing something, you know, and he goes, you know, this is exactly what I've called Americans to do. He said, to donate just two years of your life doing community service. I mean, think of how much better the world would be. So, I mean, absolutely, that was that was definitely a, an up there highlight for for this uh, project. Yeah. Do you think he's going to be jealous that when we asked you, you know, what your the most fun thing was, and you didn't name him? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's, this program's gone on so long. It's I almost. I, my grandma's made nine memory books for me of just different things. And oh, things wow. And well, good for her so to have her. I ha- yeah. Oh, she's my grandparents have been amazing. Um, but I have to go back and look through them because I feel like I'm starting to forget some things because it just goes by in such a whirlwind. I mean, oh, trust me, it only gets worse about the forgetting part. No, great. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have an I am, and there is a woman asking, um, are you going to continue this when you go off to college, and will, how are you going to have time? She's asking, would you have time? I'm actually, yeah, I'd like to keep doing this. I'm going to kind of see if I can maybe pass it down to uh, to somebody else, um, you know, just to do a, kind of the majority of, you know, the hard work as I get adjusted the first year of college. But something that um, my dad and I are starting together is um, we're starting a foundation called the Wounded Soldiers Wish, and sort of like Make-A-Wish but for wounded soldiers. Um, and we're going to try to raise money for, military who um, are injured, who have come back from the war, who um, maybe the government is unable to provide them with certain things, you know, just to make their life a little more comfortable. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to raise money. um, We're going to be trying to raise money for that, and we're going to set up a website in midsummer to kind of get that going, and we'll have different stories of military who need things, whether that be, you know, uh, a certain kind of prosthetic leg that allows for lots of activity, whether that be, you know, just a vacation for a military person to take their family on just because they haven't had that opportunity, you know, whatever it may be. And then people can donate um, money to whichever one they want to see come true, and uh, we're going to try to grant those wishes. So, Well, that, I think that's awesome. Do you have any more questions, Wendy? Um, I, I wanted to ask you, so let's say, you know, um, like I, I'm thinking of, you know, we're, we're a lot of moms that listen to this show. Mm-hmm. That's our audience. So if there's a mom out there who has a, a, a child who's in elementary school and they want to get their kid's um, classroom involved, because I think mm-hmm. that would be a neat thing for us as a way to give back, our listeners and myself included. So um, how would a person go ahead and get started? They go to your website? and they Yeah, they go to my website, amillionthanks.org, okay. and um, all the information is on there, you know, rules and guidelines, just little things like, you know, don't include them all in separate envelopes and just be careful about glitter and things that can fall off. Um, there's a set of, you know, just basic rules and guidelines for that. And then um, what I encourage people to do is, you know, have the classrooms make it, have the kids make it, or, you know, a youth group or a church or something like that. And then um, just tell the kids to, to go home and tell their parents, hey, our class is going to kind of take a mini field trip um, down to a local uh, Beale Pontiac or GMC dealer, there's actually a dealer locator on my website so people can type in their zip code and find one that's near, nearest to them. Um, and just kind of make a field trip out of it and go down maybe on a Saturday or something and take all the cards and letters down. I mean, dealerships would absolutely love to just be infiltrated by a group of kids bringing cards and letters. Oh, I'm they sure are all they so will. Excited. So, um, you know, and then there's a big red, white, and blue collection box and people can drop off their letter there. That's my... That's my biggest encouragement. And then, you know, of course, if people have any questions, there's contact information on my website and things like that. Well, we have an encouraging I am for you. Uh, uh, Trisha writes, great idea about helping those wounded soldiers. She says, help those wounded soldiers, girl. That's what she writes to you. You know, it's so it's so sad because people don't really realize the amount of wounded soldiers that are coming back comparing to the ones who are actually being killed. For every one um, military person who was killed, 16 come back injured. So, wow. I mean, that's overwhelming, and all these hospitals are absolutely just being overwhelmed it with wounded quickly. soldiers. And, you know, they need to be remembered, too. Yes, definitely. I definitely agree with that. And I had another question. Um, so what if someone wants to um, send in a service member's name to receive mail or a certain unit? How how would they – can, can a person do that, and how would they do that? 
Yes. Um, we are kind of figuring out the logis logistics of how um, the uh, dealerships are going to be sending over their mail because they're handling it for us. Um, before okay. we actually, you know, people could send in their family or friends who are service members. They could send in their address, and we would send them a box of mail for them and their unit. Um, I'm going to just encourage people to keep going ahead and doing that now, um, and we will make sure to find a way to do it. Um, Right now, because this whole push is just getting started, we're running a little low, so it may take a few weeks, um, you know, for us to get these boxes up and ready and getting packed. So, but yeah, definitely, I encourage people to do that. Okay, well, very good. And then, in your website address is again. Let's give people that again one more, one time, more yeah. time. www.amillionthanks.org. Well, I have to say thank you. You are so mature and you are so well-spoken for 18, and for you to have the energy that you do at 18. I know lots of 18-year-olds. Um, I even have siblings that are not so energetic at 18. So for the accomplishments <laughs> you have done, you are an incredible young woman, and you should be very proud of yourself. I'm sure your parents are extremely proud of you, and thank you so much for what you're doing. It means not only a lot to the soldiers, but it means a lot to us as wives and family members. Thank you so very much. Okay, all right. Well, we just want to um, encourage everyone to log on to that site, and we want to say thank you again to Shauna, and it's uh, a million, a million thanks dot org, right? Yes. Thank yes. you guys Anything. so much for helping me out. Okay, thank you thank so much, you. Shauna, for joining us. All right, bye. Okay, we're going to play this one little um, commercial for you real quick, and let's listen to that real quick. And I started a million things. We sent thank you cards to the troops. And this year, the Buick, Pontiac, and GMC Buick wanted to help. So for the month of May, they offered to put my collection boxes in all of their dealerships. Including out the whole country behind us now. Thank you. Stop by a showroom now through Memorial Day to drop off your thank you card. We can't thank our soldiers enough, but it doesn't mean we can't try. Okay, wasn't that great? She is awesome. Yeah, so we just want to thank her again for all she does for our men and women in uniform. Um, I want to say next up we're going to go to the mail drop, and Marie has something there that we cannot, we can't wait to hear her talk about. And then I'm pulling up. Um, Are we doing frequently asked questions? We're going to do frequently asked questions. And um, let's see. We're going to do um, the... The Way I See It segment, right? We're going to do that, too. Yes, I think and, so. Um, okay, and I just want to remind everybody, you're listening to Navy Wife Radio, and we will be right back. Families celebrate as several submarines return from deployment. Walt Disney's new submarine attraction gets underway and hits the road. And crew members of the USS Pom Pom bring her history back to life. All this and more on thesubreport.com. Hello everybody, I'm Eric Ryle, and this is the Editor's Edition, this week on thesubreport.com. The Los Angeles-class fast attack submarine USS Alexandria returned home to Naval Submarine Base New London following a regular scheduled training exercise. During the exercise, the Alexandria surfaced through two feet of ice during ISEX 2007. The U.S. and Royal Navy conducted the exercise on and under a drifting ice flow about 180 nautical miles off the north coast of Alaska. Alexandria's captain had this to say in an interview with WFSB Connecticut. Oh, it was great. It was the first time that I've ever broken through the ice. We got to do it nine times. Uh, I tell you, it's really cold up there. Also during the ice X, the Navy volunteered the services of the Alexandria for a filming of an episode of the television series Stargate SG-1. Other families celebrated as more boats returned at the end of April from six-month deployments. The USS Providence to Subbase, Connecticut, and the USS Newport News to Naval Station, Norfolk, Virginia. Walt Disney has a new sub, one with wheels, to help promote its returning submarine ride attraction. At 43 feet by 13 feet, the Nemo Dreamobile will travel throughout the West starting May 4th to get people excited about the Finding Nemo submarine voyage. The new ride is set to open June 11, 2007. The Nemo Dreamobile will also help raise awareness about ocean life on top of promoting the new submarine attraction. 
The very first submarine voyage ride opened in Disneyland in June of 1959 and closed in 1998. Disney hopes that old and young submarine fans alike will return to ride the new submarine voyage. You can find more information on Disney's old and new submarine attraction on DisneySubmarine.com. Crew members of the submarine USS Pompon had a reunion in Manitowoc, Wisconsin this past week. The former crew and their family shared memories of the ship, which was built at the Manitowoc Shipbuilding Company spanning from World War II to the 1950s. During World War II, Pompon had nine war patrols in the Pacific, earned eight battle stars, and sank three ships for a total of 13,470 tons. In 1951, when Pompon was selected as a class boat for the migraine three radar picket submarine conversions, she was taken back to the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard for modification and recommissioned as SSR-267 on June 15, 1953. Pompon was placed in commission and reserve in Charleston on February 2, 1959, and following decommissioning was struck from the Navy list April 1, 1960. You can read more information on USS Pompon and Reunion on thesubreport.com. Monday, April 30th, Florida residents were out for the launching of this year's Fleet Week to show their support and patriotism to arriving sailors. As U.S. Navy warships traveled through a local harbor to help launch Fleet Week, onlookers said they were attending to offer the military support during the war in Iraq. Thousands of sailors from six Navy ships will be on hand to partake in the festivities. Some of the festivities will include a golf classic tournament and a concert for heroes by country singer Travis Tritt. During Fleet Week, sailors will fan out across South Florida enjoying regional hospitality and repaying it with community service, including visits to schools and hospitals. The week will climax with McDonald's Air and Sea Show Saturday and Sunday, featuring a military and civilian air show over Fort Lauderdale Beach. That's it for this week's Editor's Edition. You can find more information on these stories and keep up to date on submarine happenings around the world and daily events on thesubreport.com. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. This is Wendy. And Marie, are you there? I'm here. Wasn't that? Well, of course, we have to say thank you to Eric for sponsoring our show. Thank you, Eric. Thank you for the IMs, too. Eric's messaging us. He yeah. says we are, he's comparing us to Sean Hannity. <laughs> he's doing good. Handy. We get oh, a little God. more sophisticated every show. Have you no, noticed? I don't think that's it at all. I, I think it's because we were trying to behave ourselves because she is such an awesome girl, and we we definitely want to put out there what she's doing. But at the same time, what were you doing at 15, Wendy? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm sure it was something I shouldn't have been. No, That's, you know, I, you know, that we were normal, really, just school and normal you teenage know, stuff. Yes. And, oh, she's gosh. really an inspiration, not only to high school kids, but to people. She like is. Me. I think she should, she she is. She is a good, Johnny great Rock. example. Yes. I know, yeah, I was thinking of that, because I, I have to say I felt a little guilty. I'm thinking about what I was doing at 18, and I'm thinking, oh, gosh, I had met my husband at 18, and, I, and my husband, I'm sure, would have lots of little comments about what we were doing and all the things that we got into and <laughs> oh, sneaking gosh. out of the well, house. We, I yeah, mean, come on. <laughs> all the people listening, go to her website. Again, we just want to you know, mention it again. It's a millionthanks.org, a millionthanks.org, and um, collect some letters and go to your local you know, GM Pontiac um, dealer and drop them off. I know there's one other. I can't think of it right now. Buick. Buick. Yes, dealership. And um, there's a, a locator. You can go to her website and there's a locator and it'll. You can p- click on your state and then it'll give you the locations in your state where you can go to. So, all right. Well, okay. Let's. We still got the old, the other, um, a whole other half of the show, Marie. Which we will go on with our pointless conversation now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. So, um, okay, so we're going to answer some mail. I know people keep asking us questions about how we met, and and um, they want to know more. Imagine. I just love the fact that people, you know, care about who we are. I think that's great. And what it, it seems to entertain me most of all is that these people, the questions that they come up with, you know, but I guess it's a good thing because here we are talking as girlfriends, and our whole point was is to to open that door and to talk to everybody that way. So I guess it would help if they they knew us a little bit better. Which you know, you know me, I'm I'm a closet person. Well, so. you know, we want we you know an effort for people to open up to us. 
That's yeah. right. We need to open up to them first. We're going not to that we're that problem. exciting or anything. but we're really not. I think people are going to be disappointed. <laughs> if you have a question for us, let's tell everybody um, how they can do that while we're online, or they can email it later, too, when they, if they listen to this while the show is being archived. But um, you can email us at our website, submarinewife.com. Just go on there and send us a comment. Or you can click on About, and you can send us an email from there. Or... If you are listening to us live, you can send us an IM. We're on America Online and Yahoo. Excuse me. And our screen name is the same on both. It's Navy Wife Radio. Uh-oh. Navy Wife Radio. So you have a question? I have a concern. What? Well, we're getting emails from people that know us, and we have we have a, a friend on here, Trisha, saying, I know lots of secrets about you guys. Can I share? <laughs> <laughs> That's what Trisha would like to know. Trisha is a good friend of ours, and she's she's listening from South Carolina tonight. And she would like to know: Can she share her secrets, Wendy? Oh, we're we're all we're all just girlfriends here. Okay, so what kind of what what's the first question? What are, what are we going to go? All right, all right, all right. We've got. Let's just say we've we're we're real, we've got twenty five minutes. So, okay. um, do you have your thing up, your screen that shows us how much time we have left? I do. Okay, I just want to make sure that we don't go over. We are good. Okay. Well, you can answer this for both of us pretty much, or we can answer this together, but someone wanted to know how did we meet, and I think we briefly have mentioned this, but we really didn't go into detail about it. Okay. All right, well, um, okay, Uh you go first. (laughs) So we met, um, our husbands were on the same boat at one time, and... Long ago. Long ago, and I went to one of the, you know, FRG... FSG, whatever, you know, wives meeting. Um, Eric is chiming in. He would like to, he um, would like us to share our, uh, I guess he wants to share the secrets and he would like um, us to give out a phone number so that people can call in. (laughs) So they can. Hey, people don't know they can call in yet, Eric. (laughs) They do now, which we'll probably start doing next show, but he is saying that we should start handing out this number because he wants to hear our secrets from other people, not us. But, Eric, we are answering the questions tonight. I think that will be a whole nother show. That will be, be the a full hour show. of that one. Yeah. Okay, so you were on the soccer field. Okay, so field. I went to a meeting, and I saw you there. I think. You did? No, I don't remember that part. I know, because we didn't talk or anything. And then one day when I was on the so- – so we didn't really meet, but I, when I was on the soccer field – You remembered me? I saw you, and I thought, she looks familiar. And, I, of course, it's, you know – it was our first patrol on that boat, and I didn't know anyone. And email never really worked for me ever the whole time we were on that boat. And so I didn't know. I was desperate for information. And so I'm like, hello, are you, no, are wait, you on the – Wait, 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 back up. Did what? you talk to me because you were desperate? <laughs> no. Is that what you just said? I, I think everybody – we have this now on record. You only talked to me because you were desperate. Well, I wanted some information, and I thought you could hook me up. <laughs> I think <laughs> I paid you back for this. I cannot believe. So uh, the truth is, that, the only reason we've been friends for years now is because she was desperate. <laughs> so that's how we met, and you know, we didn't know. And the other part of that, Marie, is we, everyone needs to know is that for the rest of that patrol, which was you know a couple months, whatever, we um, we didn't know. Because, of course, it was our first patrol. I didn't know who your husband was. No. And you didn't know mine. You knew his first name. And I think I don't re- I'm not you sure. Know what? I, re- I don't think I knew his first name. And so when the guys came home, and I'll let you tell this, the end of this question. Oh, yes. Well, when the guys came home, our, our sons were still playing soccer. And we were always on the soccer field just early Saturday mornings. And so Winnie and I got to know each other. And we would chat. And we'd give each other a little briefing, you know, at the back of the soccer field. We'd be back there going, so what's the latest news? <laughs> so we, we, we had become friends. and More kind of like acquaintances. We were getting to become friends at this point, really. And we, had gotten, we hadn't really started talking on the phone or really chatting a lot. But we would talk, you know, there. And our husbands then came home and, of course, went to their son's soccer games. And I had been talking an email about, you know, Wendy to my husband saying, oh, I met this really great wife, and she's on her boat. She's not crazy. There's no alternative motive. She's, you know, she's normal. This is great. I met this other woman. And he was very, he's like, okay, really? So we get to the soccer field, and um, I didn't know her last name to tell 
my husband. So, of course, if I would have known her last name, he would have been like, yay, nay, no, yes, stay away, go for it, you know, and his answer in applying to being her friend. And, um, but he, so he saw her, I saw her husband the first time, for the first time, and so did my husband, you know, saw who, who she was married to, and it was, um, when it was a senior chief on the boat to him, and he was just, I don't even, I don't think he was even a second class yet. I don't remember. He, he wasn't much. He wasn't much yet, you know. He, he might be more now, but he wasn't anything then. And so he saw him, and he goes, yeah, we won't be having dinner with them. <laughs> and just said, you can chat on the soccer field all you want, but this isn't going anywhere. <laughs> but little did we know, you know, years later. and um, Yeah, we, yeah. Yeah, so it's, they were it's wrong. a story, yes. <laughs> So anyway, I mean, we're not that exciting people, but if you asked, you, you, we, we, we answer. You ask, so, we answer. Okay, so what's another easy one that's not too invasive? Too <laughs> invasive. Well, I guess we kind of already answered this one. They said they wanted to know what do your husband, this was really cute how she worded this, the girl asked, so what do your husbands actually do? Because I guess we never really talk about them. And, and that's really easy for me. Um, our husbands were on the same boat. So they are, you know, active duty Navy. That's pretty easy. Um, I can kind of only almost answer this for both of us. Um, my husband's been in six years, and um, he's a first class now. And he works in the engineering department, is on a sub currently still. We have not been to shore yet since we've been in. And um, that's really it for for him. And your husband, though, I'll let you go ahead. Um, okay, well, he is on shore duty. I think everyone knows that by now. Cause well, yeah, for those who don't that. know, you know, I think they've gotten confused, too, you know, that we, we did live in the same place, and, you know, but now she she is no longer here. Yeah, we don't, yeah. we don't live in the same place. So, And he is um, he is not a detailer, but he is works in the same building as the detailers. Oh, so he works in placement. Eric just sent me a message says that they um what about what our husbands do? He says they go underwater with Nemo and Dory. Yeah. That you know, that's what they do do when they're not on shore duty. Well, yeah. Very cute, Eric. Of course. So that's what he does. So he doesn't, you know, don't send me hate mail, you know, because you either got the orders that you didn't want or you want <laughs> the orders that, you know, do I have any influence? And the answer is he's not a detailer, but he works in the same building and um he's been in for um 20 years, so he says he's working for half pay now. Um, <laughs> That's funny. I and he said says, he, he, and you know, he, had, he works for an old master chief, and he says, you know, does that, he goes, since I'm working for half pay, you know, um, can I come in, you know, half the day? And, uh, <laughs> How's that working for him? And then she's like, no, no, no. He's like, that's not going to work for you. So, but that's, that's our little story there. Yeah, and I just would like to say, it's eventually people are going to, um, find out, uh, you know, people are going to find out who I am and, and who my husband is. And it's so funny because women that have already come through the site, I've actually met them and they do not know who I am yet. They have no idea that this is Oh, me. they'll find out. Oh, I know. We so, have a picture of us when we went to the Oprah show. Oh, that ooh, Marie well, finally, um, that we finally, Marie finally emailed Marie, it was my We fault. went to see Go Oprah ahead. at the end of January. We took a girl's trip. It's May 3rd. <laughs> so we might post that in the future. It's us sitting outside the Oprah Winfrey show. It's a faraway shot. <laughs> we can blurry it a little bit. So. Uh, Not that okay. we don't want people to know who we are, but don't yeah, don't come up to us and, and get mad at us for something we said. Don't don't be mean. Okay, right. one more question, and then we'll, we we got to move to your. Okay, um, let me look through the list of questions here, and I will see. We've um, somebody asked about what our husbands think about our site and show, and we've pretty much already told that. Um, they wish we had real paying jobs. <laughs> That's what I would or say. Than, or, they, or how he says more than one wouldn't hurt either. Yeah. Or he wants me to work harder at the paying job that I do have. That's what he. That's what his comment is. All that fun. You guys are having too much fun. Do we need more work going oh, on? Oh, yeah. We've got questions. Uh, how many patrols, deployments have you guys done? Um, I've done eight patrol patrols, but many little runs, as we call them. Um, you've done about the same, haven't you? Um about six on our boat that we were on together, and then Nebraska. Oh, I should. I, mean, I guess I can say we're you know the same Nebraska crew. Uh, you'll hear me talk about. I can mm-hmm. say that. Nebraska, uh, the crew that did not get all the, um, the the film crew and the the, the book written about them, the other crew. Um, you'll hear me talk about that. 
And uh, let's see. Here is a really good, okay, here's a, here's a personal question for people that want to know us as girlfriends. Here's, because this is all other, you know, command, boat, husband-related stuff. But this is a personal thing. But, of course, they still ask about our husbands. Okay, um, how did you meet your husband? husband. Oh, okay. Match.com, <clears throat> online. We met online. Everyone knows that about me. Not everyone. Okay. I took, you know, it was years, I think, before I knew that. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. I do, trust me. If I would have known, it's that, a I funny would've... story. It's a funny. Well, I'll have to tell it on a day we have more time. If people really, gotcha. I don't. I don't really think people. Well, hear, I think, but... well, no, I think you should share that because a lot of people, you know, there's a lot, a lot of people heat. meet online nowadays. Well, a lot of there's a lot of heat though with that. I think that will be a topic one day when we talk. But I have to say that I did not know that right away because I so would have used that as you know part of my candor. Part of, part of my teasing, that so would have been a line of mine. But I trust me, I did not know that. Otherwise, it would have been said. But okay, and I met I met my husband, and I right after my seventeenth birthday, and um, I actually worked at a little pet shop, and he used to come in every Friday and Saturday night, and he was a couple years older than me, and I just thought that he was a very very sad high school boy that used to come into pet shops on the weekends and <laughs> didn't have a life. Little did I know that he was coming in there for me um, until long after that, and and our story goes on, and we've been together ever since. How sweet. It is sweet. It'll be even sweeter when we've made it, you know, 50 years. Um, okay, let's see. Well, let's move so on. We, yeah, we have about less than 15 minutes left. Okay, so the next thing we're going to do is we're going to talk about, we have this um, candid point of view thing called The Way I See It. And um, so the latest installment in that is called What's Appropriate? And if you haven't read it yet, you can go to our site, <laughs> submarinewife.com, and you click on blog once you're there. And then um, it's, uh, it's, it's up at the top because it's just been posted, but if you um, listen to the show from the archives, Today is May 3rd, so you'll want to go to the May 3rd date, and then you can find it there. Um, So give us a little synopsis there, Marie. Okay, let me, I'm just pulling it up right now. Yeah, we've had some comments come through on it, and it's... um, Oh, it's already, yeah. Well, I had, you know, and over the years we have gone through, I mean, if you can think of how many... You know, meetings, you know, whether they're pre-deployment nights, whether they're functions, boat functions, you know, kind of thing, um, get-togethers. How many times you have been to a boat-related event? I mean, can you even count them? Yeah, too many. There, there's too many to count. Some you just don't want to remember. <laughs> there were some that were great. Um, but we, I was talking about what is and isn't appropriate. And to wear to one of these things. Well, not only to wear, just... Uh, oh, behavior too, right? Yeah, behavior. Questions, what's appropriate to ask. Etiquette, yes. that's, you know, just mannerisms. What, you know, to do and what not to do. And what's a problem. And, you know, I, I have to say that some of these meetings I've attended, most of them, you know, that children are allowed to attend too. And this is where I had a problem. And I talk about how there was a young wife, one of these meetings, and she was in front of me. And we have always, on all these meetings, we always have the stadium seating. A lot of them were in like an auditorium or, you know, similar like to a movie theater for those who don't understand what, you know, stadium seating right. is. You know, so in the back you're higher up. And it's it's really bad because, you know, most women are wearing um, low-cut shirts and you can, you know, <laughs> you can see down their shirts from behind, which I know I'm just giving words of advice to probably some young men, which please, now women, <laughs> please wear turtlenecks, high-cut shirts, something, because there's going to be a whole bunch of guys lined up in those back rows now that I said this. Um, but also my problem was is that there was a girl, and she was wearing, not, it, it didn't have to do with how tight her pants were because they were extremely tight, or how see-through her shirt was and that she wasn't wearing any undergarments, but it was the fact that there were about three inches of her inappropriate underwear sticking out of the back of her pants. <laughs> And she just tossed her hair, and there were, and you know, and at first I felt bad for her because there were women giggling, and there were there were men squawking. Of course, you could hear the wife behind me smacking her husband, and him going, "Ow!" You know, because he's looking and he shouldn't be, and you know, it's just I just couldn't get it through my head. At first, I felt bad for her because of this, and then I realized, you know, she has a mirror at home. I'm surprised you actually did feel bad. If I, I don't think I know. Did you really or no? 
Okay, so now you're calling me on it. So I, I, I don't think you felt bad. <laughs> I think that you were like, oh, for Pete's sake, somebody should have told this girl at the door. Hey, well, I felt bad when everybody was laughing. I'm not, today. I have to say, I'm a soft spot for you know for being a girl, you know, geek turned normal girl. You know, I was, you know, I had my own issues with my looks, you know, at a younger age, and I just have to say that the whole laughing thing, I think, is what made me feel bad because there were people laughing, and she did not get it. She didn't. Think it was anything had to do with her? She thought she was the stuff, and she was sitting there. And all I could think about her husband was not with her, and uh, and maybe even if he I know, was, it wouldn't matter. Unsupervised. Yeah, we'll get to that real quick. Well, maybe here. that's why she was tripping. <laughs> so we're to, we're here to say, ladies, is not appropriate. No, when you were meeting your husbands, because this was a, a this was a, a thing where the captain, the CEO, the XO, the COB, everybody was there. You were meeting other wives, other um, husbands that either work for or work over your husband, and here you are with you know. And, and this is the thing that I, I I have realized over the years. I think this is one of the most important things is that there are you know parts in the boat where, you know, of course the guys are always talking, you know, to each other. And I, I have to say, and Eric can chime in at any time during this, but I think those men chat and gossip more than us as wives do. Uh, underway, don't you agree with their chatter and their talk, Wendy? Oh, my gosh, yes. Yes, because I have never heard such <laughs> such chaos from when my husband comes home and all the stuff that they, they do. So those guys are talking on the boat, and I just would like that when someone is talking about a, a guy on the boat in the chief's quarters of the wardroom, I, I would like to think that they were talking about the guy because of his accomplishments and because he's a hard worker and because of his promotions and because of other things that he's done versus because his wife had underwear hanging out, you know, from her butt. You know, three inches. I just, I just, yeah. I just encourage the girl. If there's a girl listening, I just say to you, you know, err on the side of caution. If you want to wear that to the wives' group meeting, by all means, go ahead. Knock your heart, you know, knock your socks off. You know, you can make out of the wives' group too. That's fine. Go right ahead. But if you're going to meet your husband's boss and the one who's going to, you know, be in charge of his fit rep and all that, or the CEO or the ex, just you want to make a good impression. You all want to make a good impression. You, it's the right thing to do. Your husband works very hard. Yeah, and he it's works not so hard, cute. It's not cute. It's not, you know, if you want to be noticed, be noticed because you are uh, well behaved and and uh, and ask a smart question. You know, instead of a question that's off topic or a question of how come my husband can't be home more. We already had a comment on that on our site where, you know, it's not good to ask the question that's inappropriate at a meeting like that. It just isn't. Well, that and that's what I was talking – the next thing was I was talking about the unsupervised wife. And a lot of these meetings are, you know, are planned before um, a deployment or such. And a lot of the guys have duty or they voluntarily say, you know, look, I've already heard all this stuff. It's important that my wife goes and hears this information. So the wives are asked to come. The guys might stay home with their kids. Um, so the, I joke about the unsupervised life that attends these events. And their husbands usually the ones that are at home or not there, of course. That's leaving them unsupervised. And these are the wives that ask the inappropriate questions. Because you won't hear an inappropriate question when her husband is sitting next to her. I mean, you will see the wife's hand go up and the husband grab that hand so fast if it is right back down. You know, he won't, you know, he, he makes sure everything stays in check while they're there. But the wives that are unsupervised, I have heard some of the craziest things. I mean, one of the worst things is that just when a wife's not listening and the CEO has said something maybe twice and maybe someone else has already asked a question on it and he blatantly answered, it just completely was very clear, blunt, answered it. And then she asked it again. And, you know, he just looks at her. You know, and then, or another question would be like, you know, and the wife stands up and says, yeah, I would just like to know um, if my husband will be home when the boat pulls in. And the captain looks at her and says, well, who's your husband? And do you know she actually gives his name? <laughs> now, you would think that that woman would have gone, oh, crap. And oh, crap, I think I did down. something, yeah. You know, but nope, nope, she goes on with it, says his full name, and stands there like, I'm expecting an answer. And these women just don't understand how it works and just that it is a complete privilege and, you know, um, it, it, privilege is just the best word I can think of. It is a privilege that we get to know this information and that we are even invited to come, that the captain will even speak to us and let us know what's going on because he doesn't have to. You know, we don't have to know when the boat is leaving, when a boat is coming home. We don't have to know the dates. We don't have to know anything. 
we, we, we really don't. Um, and they are going out of their way, as far as I'm concerned, to give that information. You know, so you would think that you could just be respectful, behave yourself, um, think before you speak. Try not to embarrass your husband. And if you do, lie. Say your husband's name. Tell him you're married to John Smith because your husband is going to hear about it the next day because his coworkers are there and they are going to give him some trouble. I just, I just don't understand it. But Right. And you can chime in on this topic, too. You can go to our site. It's submarinewife.com. And we've already got a ton of comments over there. It's called, um, the post is called uh, Being Appropriate. So you can go and read some of the um, the comments there and give your feedback. We'd love to hear what your feedback is. And um, uh, Eric, he's IMing me crazy stuff. Well, that's guys only talk about beer NASCAR. Okay, hey, don't women. listen. That's because I'm ignoring him over on the other IMs. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so let's do some um, let's do some announcements, and then if we have time, we'll just we'll <clears throat> chat for a few minutes before we're done. But I want to make sure that I have enough time to do all these announcements. Oh, um, by the way, Eric, I will give Eric's wife um, some time here. She says, oh, my gosh, yes, they do, as in the men do talk more than women. They are worse than women, especially when they drink. Oh, yeah. So we'll give, we're going to give some time to his wife because – We need to talk to her more. I think we do. I think we just – She needs uh, to write us a post. I, you know, we, I'm sure she has a lot to say. Eric, so would you like to be a guest blogger? <laughs> I'm sure Eric is sitting there going, oh, how much he would love that. So I just think that if she could please take some time this weekend, write us something, even if it's a personal story about Eric, we'd love to post it. We could change his name to Derek. <laughs> and the post, nobody's going to know. It would be great. So um, oh. Eric's wife, do we know Eric's wife's name? No, I don't know. Eric's it. wife, could you please write us and tell yes. us your name? <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh, and we wanted to send her picture too, because picture. we okay. We the official deadline was May first. The sexy pictures? No, for the focus. Okay, <laughs> for our collage. Okay, we we're making a a photo collage for Military Spouse Appreciation Day, and our deadline was May first. But if you should send us your picture today, we'll do it today. We'll like send it today only. Email it. Email it to us at photos at submarinewife dot com. Photos at submarinewife.com. What we're looking for is your wedding picture or a formal picture, like at the sub ball or something like that. Her name is or Denise. Denise. Oh. Hi, Denise. Hi, Denise. She's no longer Eric's wife. We can just forget the whole Eric thing. <laughs> Hi, Denise. We can't wait to hear from you, Denise. We can't wait. <laughs> I just have to say one word to Eric, karma. That's right. Karma. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be a good one. I can already tell. <laughs> Okay, so my next announcement is, okay, everyone, if if you're listening and you're in San Diego or in California or near there, Spouse Buzz Live is coming to the San Diego Convention Center May 11th. That's a week from Saturday. You can log on to SpouseBuzzLive.com and you can sign up there. That's SpouseBuzzLive.com. They're going to have some great um, panels in the morning and then they're going to have lunch with, um, with Tara Crooks from Army Wife Talk Radio, and they're going to have um, the authors of, it's called Help, I'm a Military Spouse, since Kathy Hightower and Holly Scherer. Yeah. So they're going to be doing um, a breakout too. And so it's going to just be a fun day to celebrate um, you and to appreciate you as a military spouse. So no matter the branch, come on out and join us for that day. Um, we Oh, we're working on booking Patrick, the creator of Hey Shipwreck, yeah, from Tuesdays.com. Yes, two days. Two so, days, D-A-Z-E. So tell all of your you're all so the wives excited. who listen, you need to tell your husbands about it. And if your husbands have not seen it, you are going to be the coolest wife ever when you tell them about it and introduce it to them. So yes, make sure so he's working on a promo for us, so I cannot wait so we can play it on our next show. I'm so, sure he doesn't know anything about us yet so that he can't really you know, <laughs> make a really good promo. I kind of like that. Oh, my gosh. So Okay, so... Um, the other thing is, like I, like Marie said, we're looking for a couple of guest bloggers. Um, so if you have a story that you want to share or uh, a topic that you want covered or Or, or if you just like have that. some questions or things that you think, think – or if you just think they're important and that you want to hear us talk about them or you think that it's maybe – maybe we're out of the loop. Maybe there's something that's really big um, going on right now with you and your girlfriends that you guys are all discussing um, and it's a hot topic, um, go ahead and email us, and we'd be happy to discuss it on air. 
Yes, definitely do that. Um, okay, we've okay. got one minute. Okay, so let's see. Um, we want to thank Shauna Fleming again. Thank um, you, Shauna, so much. Org. And for, you know, for being our first interview, I think it went pretty well, don't you? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And uh, we also want to say that the show is sponsored by thesubreport.com, your daily source for submarine news and events. You can head on over there today. That's thesubreport.com. Okay. Our next show will be on Tuesday, May 8th at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's Tuesday, May 8th. We'll recap The Bachelor. Again, Wendy's making It's going to be good. It's going to be good. And so I think Grey's Anatomy comes on here in a little bit. Okay, I'd be happy to talk about Grey's Anatomy anytime. Um, we only have a few seconds left. I just would like to make it very clear that Wendy makes me watch The Bachelor. Oh, well, that's okay. <laughs> that's a All right, well, let's, we're going to say bye, and we want to say thank you to everyone for listening. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.